Fire, fury, power. My name is Legend. Welcome to Fuel Your Drive. Welcome to Fuel Your Drive. I'm Josh York, and we have a very, very special guest today. So, you know, I've been getting a lot of comments from people that they want to learn more about business. They want to understand what it takes to succeed in business. And, I, you know, obviously, I have a lot of great people on, uh, you know, as far as guests on my podcast. But, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to start digging into our franchise because we have amazing franchise partners. And today we're joined by an amazing one who is very successful. He knows all about leaderships. He knows how to push through challenges and he knows how to take action, which is the most important thing to be successful. So I wanna welcome Josh Grinstead and I'm gonna let him tell you all about his territories, about his background and how he operates on a daily basis because he is a very successful individual, and I, just to throw out there, I'm super proud of him because to see where he came from and where he is now and where he's headed, he's he's doing big things, this guy right here. So, Josh, welcome on to the show. Very happy to have you. Well, super excited to be here. I'm really honored that you asked. Um, obviously, been listening to the podcast as a franchisee for a long time and a big fan of what you're doing, Josh. You know, it, it's helping a lot of people. I see the feedback that you're getting. And, um, you know, being a part of this is like uh, winning an award or going on stage. And, you know, maybe it's not quite the Grammy I hoped I'd get as a young man, but I'll take it. So I'm happy to be here, brother. Uh, well, that's, that's so nice to you. I appreciate that. So, so Josh, let's first start off. Let's talk about your territories, what you own. And, you know, then let's get into your background and how, you know, how did you come into a franchise? You know, what was that? What did that look like? Got it. Okay. So um, I have been a franchisee with Jim guys for about six and a half years. You and I first met summer of, uh, of 2015 and I signed on the dotted line August of that year. We launched sure. um, Thanksgiving day. Uh, we first bought three. Um, then we upgraded to, I think, five more. And this is by the old accounting. And um, then we went, um, we bought into Western Bergen County. And most recently, we've expanded into Rockland County, New York and Jersey City, Hoboken. So I think by the current accounting, I've got 10 Jim Guys franchise locations. Um, and um, um, if I buy any more, Josh, take me out back and, uh, you know, pound me a little bit. But um, obviously, I wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't uh, happy doing it and, and excited to do it. Um, Prior to becoming a franchisee, I worked in higher education for about 20 years, not as a teacher, but in administration operations more specifically, which is like what you call campus management, which is running the business of a school. And it's very similar in the business model to the fitness industry, which prepared me really well to transition into this. And I also have a strong, back, excuse me, a strong background in sales and marketing. So I, I think I was well schooled into um transitioning into the line of work. I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My dad was a, a contractor for many years. Uh, my grandfather, uncles, aunts, all business owners. And honestly, I don't know why I waited so long. I should have uh, followed my gut a little bit earlier. When I used to do all these personality profiles, climbing the corporate ladder, I would always um, test really strongly for independence. And you know me well enough at this point where I start to chafe if I feel anything, you know, um, clamping in. And I hated that. I mean, and it's not that they're bad people. I just it's not who I am. I'm, I'm an independent minded person and I strive best in that environment. Um, and um, so definitely this agrees with me. And the cool thing about franchising is, look, I. I'm not, you know, Elon Musk. I'm not an inventor. You know, that's that's just not part of who I am. But I can really run a good business, and I like it. 
And um, um, I wanted to find something that I thought would be um, meaningful, first of all, to me personally. And, and I like the health and wellness space. And I consider exercise you know, medicine. And, um, you know, we really do help people for a living It's mission driven. I like the conflicts of that with, of course, commerce and the ability to make a living. And, and the thing that attracted me to gym guys the most is there's nothing else like this. Look, we know personal training in the home isn't new. We know that, um, you know, providing, you know, field-based services to people isn't new. There's tons of stuff that's delivered in home-based services, but doing it with, you know, a brand that really, uh, manages the 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 quality of the brand, the quality of the client experience, and markets well. That's a you know a beautiful thing. And look how we're doing. Obviously, the, the proof is in the pudding. And Jim Guys is in three countries now and eight hundred cities, and you know things are going quite well. So it's pretty awesome. I'm uh, super happy to be a part of it. Wish I'd done it twenty years ago. Where were where were you when I was a kid? Listen, I got to tell you, those words really make me feel so I can't tell you how amazing they make me feel because I've had a lot of challenges over the years. You know, it's not easy growing a brand. Um, you know, obviously, you got to really, as I talk about all the time, have the mindset and, and the same rules apply in your business. Now, if I was an outsider listening to this, I'd be saying, wow, that's so great. Well, you know, I don't have enough money. I don't know if I can start a franchise. You know, how, how, how does you know what what is what does that look like, right? So, you know, what 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 about somebody who doesn't have the money or maybe is just nervous to take that step, that first initial step, because they have the passion, but a lot of people don't know how to take action on the passion. And then they get they stay stuck in 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 the life of the majority of people that are miserable driving to work every day or signing in virtually and, and they want to commit spiritual suicide. Like it's a horrible feeling to hate what you do, you know, and people should really, you know, go after their dreams. So what do you tell that person? Like, where do they start? You know, Josh, that's a great question, man. Um, I was that guy. Honestly, I, I was that guy. The last few years of my career, I really just started to resent what I was doing. And if I'm honest with myself, my performance probably showed it a little bit. Um, and um, um, you have to fix that. Whatever that means to you, you got to fix it. You can't get stuck. What's the worst that can happen? You fail and you end back where you were again. So what? You know, at some point, I think you've just got to say to yourself, so what? And the other part of it is you're probably more capable than you think. I, personally, I thought about this a lot. I think there's a lot of, you know, mind games that go on in the corporate world where they make you feel like you're not as good as you are. Um, you know, Josh, I was I was lower senior management in my career. And there's, you know, look, I'm, I'm not perfect. I've got my, my, my weaknesses. There's things I don't know, but there's nothing about running a business that your average person can't do if they're, if they have a strong work ethic and, and, you know, a halfway decent brain God knows if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, and, you know, I, I remember getting, performance reviews and stuff like that. And generally they were all good. All right. You don't rise if you, if you're a stinker. Um, but you know, I would have people say things to me. I'm like, that's a lot load of garbage. So be careful what you believe, be careful who you listen to and know at the end of the day, who you are and your worth. And I think just trust your gut to a point and, and you know, do your research, take your time. I looked for years before I, I, I found gym guys. Um, and I said no to a few things and, and, um, walked away for some other opportunities. I looked at existing businesses to buy. Um, I looked at partnerships and things to do. And of course, other franchises in different industries and in brick and mortar gyms. And, you know, you got to find something that's, that's the right for you, the right fit for you. Um, you know, when I bought, 
yeah, what was I, the sixth franchisee or something like that? So it was still relatively unknown. But I I saw what you did and what Sam and Jimmy had done. And I'm like, okay, I can replicate that based upon the demographics in my territory. And that was it. Yep. And just so everyone knows, Sam and Jimmy, there are other franchise partners. They will be coming on the show as well. But so you touched on something that's very important. And Josh has a very high level of EQ, okay? Um, sometimes referred as EI. Tell my wife that, Josh, please. <laughs> and, and, and that's emotional intelligence. Now, if you listen to what he said, okay, he said that, you know, it's almost like when you're working that job, people like to play, you know, tricks with your mind. Now, I always say you lead first with your heart, second with, you know, your brain, right? Your head. Because at the end of the day, you always got to do what feels right. Now, how many team members do you have on your current team, Josh? 26. Josh has a team of 26. You realize how mad? It's crazy saying that because, Josh, you built such an amazing business. You got to be so proud of yourself, man. It's really incredible. But, like, his team would do anything, anything for him because you're a true leader and good leaders always create other good leaders. So Josh, let me, let me ask you a quick question. I, I believe that there's a lot of influence in people's lives. A lot of people look for, look, look for advice from other people. And sometimes it's not the right advice. And sometimes people might say, don't do that. You can't do that. Oh, you're not ready yet. Maybe a little later or, or maybe, maybe wait till next year. And um, I, I think you know where I'm going with this, what I'm going to say, but I want to hear your thoughts on that, because I think this is very important for a lot of people to hear. Well, I think, you know, the first thing is, if we hadn't said already, you got to be careful who you take advice from, right? We've all heard that, you know, um, if it's somebody who, who hasn't done it, uh, or somebody who, um, you know, is, is from an unrelated area, don't listen to them. You know, you don't want to take painting advice from a plumber and you don't want to take, uh, you know, uh, teaching advice from a carpenter, you know, um, so take business advice from business people. You know, the other thing that I think is important to convey is you're probably more ready than you think. Um, and, you know, you don't have to be uh, you don't have to know accounting a thousand percent to 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 run your business. You know, you have to you have to know how to delegate and you have to you know know how to hold people accountable. You don't have to know engineering to be you know a contractor. You don't have to you know you don't have to know personal training to run a personal training business, right? But you got to know how to manage clients and how to manage people and, and stuff like that. So th the bottom message is, I think you're more ready than you think. And I think there's also you know within the corporate world. A, a, a tendency to want to keep people in a box and you're a lot more capable than that little box you're in. And you got to be careful that, you know, you don't start believing some of the negativity that you might be getting from sources that just want to keep you, you know, for lack of a better term, kind of in your cubicle. So I think that's an important message to share. I think that's a great message to share. Look, the, the, the money makers are the action takers. It's very simple. You want to take action, you're going to make money. Don't listen to anyone, but believe in yourself. Surround yourself with the right people. And, you know, you're going to, you're going to set yourself up with some real great success. That's great, Josh. So let's, like, shift a little bit. Let's talk about, like, how do you lead by example? Like, how does your team get so motivated? Like, look, I, uh, I you know, my self-awareness is off the charts. I pay attention to everything. I just see, you know, how people just, you know, your team, they, they really believe in the brand. They post it, they share it on social media. I see how they interact in meetings. I, you know, I, I, I watch it. How, how do you do that? Like, how did you learn how to do that? And was it maybe something from the past experience in your other career that you said, you know what, I'm never going to treat people like that. This is how I'm going to treat people because you do a great job at it. 
Yeah, well, thanks. I think that's the first thing is it's almost like what I'm not going to do first. You know, we've all had, yep. um, you know, bosses that were were incompetent and inept. And I don't want to harp on the negative stuff because I've had a lot of great experiences and a lot of great mentors uh, professionally and some people that I learned from and I wouldn't be as capable as I am now if it weren't for them, you know, good, bad or indifferent. But, you know, we, we, we've had some that just managed the wrong way, managed through negativity, managing through fear to me is a sign of weakness and it's a sign of a weak manager. And if that's all you have to, to, to do is the threat of, um, you know, either embarrassing somebody in a meeting or, you know, uh, hurting them financially or, or, you know, even, you know, their, their position, then you're really not a great manager. You have to manage aspirationally first. Now there's gotta be a stick at some capacity also, but you know, that's what I try to do. I think it's, it's a combination of sincerity and authenticity. Like you, there's nothing in, in this company that I haven't done except maybe be a yoga teacher and you don't want me to do that. Um, but you know, when, when I launched the business, I got certified, I had to do it. Um, and um, it, it's a necessary thing to do. I think if you're going to run this type of business, whether it's, you know, a gym guys franchise or whatever, you just got to know your product. I mean, like UPS, right? They make people drive the trucks, you know, things like that. I think uh, Grubhub or DoorDash or one of those type of places makes you do the same thing. You got to have your, your feet on the ground um, and, and understand that aspect of it. And that gets me a lot of credibility with my team because I can talk to them in that way. And of course I know our clients intimately, you know, we're just now at the point where I have middle management in the, you know, the territory management role, but I still, anytime somebody, you know, comes aboard, even if I didn't close a sale, they're getting a call from me, you know, I'm making the time to do that kind of thing. So we do that. And um, yeah, I think they know how hard I work, you know, look, the last couple of years in the fitness industry, we know what that took. And, you know, just an aside, you know, 2019, or I'm sorry, 2020, I was poised to just soar and to, you know, all of the things that you want to have happen when you become a franchisee and buy a business were ready to happen. The universe had other plans. It yanked the carpet right under it. And we were shut down for 90 days. We had to go exclusively virtual and find creative ways to survive. And, um, you know, you do that. And that was really hard. But I think my team, most of them have stuck with me through that. And the ones that did saw how hard you know, I work to hold it together and even make us prosper and grow out of it. And I think that, you know, that really got a lot of loyalty from them as well. 100%. So let's touch on that. because That's a really good point you bring up. Now, I always say a good leader is a good actor or a good actress. Now, I'm sure, as was myself here, uh, you know, in a situation, I'm sure you were nervous. I'm sure you were a little scared. Would you or have you ever shown that emotion to your team or did you always stay that strong leader and make sure you lead and keep everybody on, on point? I think honestly, Josh, a little bit of both. Uh, I think it's important to to be humble and real. Um, and, you know, we had a few calls and I'm like, look, guys, you know, I, I don't have the answers. I don't know what's going to happen, um, but I'm going to do everything I can to support you and and to, you know, find ways to get through this. And, you know, make no mistake, we are going to get through it and we're not going to, you know, we're not going anywhere. Um, you know, we're going to maintain pause that right there. Confidence. Did you hear yeah. what he just said? He assured his team that we are not going anywhere and he's going to do whatever he can to help. That is what a real leader does. Now, that's what I mean. A good actor and a good actress, because look, Josh believes in himself. That's a fact. OK. And at the end of the day now, 
you know, of course, there's a lot of uncertainty, right? You know, you didn't know what was happening. You didn't know what was going to change from day to day, but you did whatever you had to do to make it work. And that's the key. It's very simple. The problem is a lot of people and, and even people right now who are listening, you might be in a situation, you know, as soon as you get nervous or something happens or, you know, you get thrown off the road, you panic. You cannot panic. You have to remain calm and be the leader, right? Because when you be the leader, like Josh is, and Josh is talking about how everyone watches and sees what he does. If Josh was a real, you know, boss, which is a horrible thing to be, where he was just like kind of, yeah, do your own thing, you know, check in, show up late, and people saw how, you know, he was acting or maybe he was lazy. No one is going to respect that and no one's going to work hard. But because he works hard, the rest of the team works hard, Right. Amen. I mean, you, you definitely have to set the tone. Um, and, um, you know, this is this is my baby. This is this is what I'm I'm banking, you know, the, the second part of my career on. And um, I love it, too. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, I want to share one story that, that, you know, um, but but I think it is meaningful for those that are thinking about running a, a business because, um, you know, poop happens, right? You know, something's going to go wrong. Um, so the very first day I went live Thanksgiving day, 2015, um, I had put out 50 of our signs, Josh, at like yep. two in the morning, all over yeah. hell and back, you know, uh, any place where I could stick it in the ground. And basically there was a gym guy sign in, in Hudson Burger County, New Jersey. And, um, later that day, it was Thanksgiving afternoon. I'm playing in the park with my daughter. I was in the best shape of my life. I was, I guess, 43 at the time. And, um, I just step in a little tiny ravine. The ankle goes left. The body goes right. I broke my ankle in two places and ruptured three tendons. The next two days I have to, I I had reserved. You helped me book this, um, a stand at the, um, the shops at Riverside, which is a very high net worth mall in in Hackensack here in Jersey. And, um, I had a table set up for, for, um, Black Friday and and Saturday malls are closed in, in Burton County and Sunday. And so, I broke my ankle and it was swollen like a I had a pineapple at the bottom of my 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 leg. And so what did I do? Did I stop? No, because I'm a bonehead. The next two days I stood on my ankle and, um, you know, did my table and nobody knew the difference. Um, and, you know, I finally went to the doctor a couple of days later. They're like, you're crazy. Um, but it, you know, my point is, you know, stuff happens. And, and I was the only employee at the the time closed my first sale and who trains them me in the boot, you know, nothing. You just can't at that point I was in my family's livelihood was audit. What are you going to do? You're going to back off. No, you just keep pushing forward You get knocked down, get up, keep going. There, I mean, it's corny, but there's no other alternative. You have to grind through that stuff. And that's just one example of things that have gone wrong. I've had people quit. You know, I've had, I had somebody stand me up for a, an interview uh, just earlier today, you know, and just keep moving on to the next thing. That's it. One hundred percent. And, you know, I really, really love what you're saying here, because it's really it's very important for people to hear, because, listen, you're not crazy. You're driven. It's a big difference. OK, but also I got to be very honest with you. People tell me I'm crazy all the time. And I take it as a, as a great compliment because normal normal doesn't work. And if you do anything normal, you're never going to get anywhere in life. But the bottom line is you just got to keep at it. You're, you're, you're bringing back a memory of mine. This is before I met you. It's funny. I should share the story. It's a great story. I went to my first franchise show. It was in Florida. No one knew about us. We were just brand new. And I got food poisoning. Oh. I was so sick. I will never forget that. It was the worst feeling. And I'll never forget. I was on a call 
talking to, I forgot who I was talking to. I think maybe it was my brother. And I was telling him how I'm like dying. I was so sick. I was back and forth going to the bathroom. Like I was just throwing up my brains. It was, it was really bad. And then I, I, I did the show. Now people were looking at me like, what was wrong with you? Cause like I was drenched sweating and I was like, Hey, how you doing? Josh short from gym guys. Nice to meet you. I don't know how I pulled it off. Well, I do know how I pulled it off. It's all right here in your mind. Right. But it was such a horrible experience. Any other person would have been in their bedroom laying in bed, but I knew I had to do it no matter what. Same rules apply with everything. If you want to succeed, you make it happen. You have to be driven. You have to have that, that, that fire to get after it and make it happen. And this is why Josh Grinstead runs a very, very successful business, why he has a team and his team is continuing to grow and build. And the great thing now is he surrounded himself around so many great people that he's going to really start scaling his business now. And I know you're working on that now, which is super exciting and, you know, putting the right people in place and making them successful because it's all about doing this together as a team. And when you do it together as a team, it's a special, special thing, right? It, it, it really is. And I'm, I'm, I am extremely grateful for my guys, for the loyalty they have and they bought into it. And, and as an employee, it's not easy to put your eggs in the basket of, of a new business. Um, and most small, I think most employees in the country are um, employees of small businesses. And that takes some, yeah. A, a bit of guts on their behalf. And I, I think that's something to, to recognize as well. And you also have to, you know, um, you got to compensate them fairly, of course, but you got to kind of get them bought into the dream uh, of what it is. And, and that's something that, you know, we, we try to practice early on. And I've learned that from you, um, you know, that you have to kind of get everybody to, to see the same vision and, and, and bought into it and, and, you know, make sure they stay inspired and, and engaged and recognize success and, you know, appreciate their, uh, good work and efforts that they do. And you'll have some people that'll let you down and, and that's okay. You just keep moving, you know, keep pre pressing forward. I had a guy steal $700, you know, from a credit card. Okay, fine. So what, you know, on to the next thing. That's it. See, that's see, Josh has the same problem. I have, I develop a problem with my neck. I can't turn my neck. It doesn't, it only looks forward. So I can never go around. And that's how you have to operate your business because things will happen. Problems will happen. Someone stole 700 bucks. I remember back in 2010, I hired a trainer. He decided to take my van to Florida. Uh, <laughs> thank God I had a tracker on it. Uh, we caught him in South Carolina, ended up getting arrested. I had to pay to get the van back here, but whatever. This too shall pass. That applies to success yeah. and that applies to failure. It applies to both. But like Josh said, he's giving you the nuggets here. Just comes down to actually listening to him. And, um, you know, so, you know, another question I wanted to ask you, Josh. So you've been in business for quite a while, right? And you have grown a lot as a, as a leader, like you have, you know, I, I've seen from where you were into where you are now and just even as far as your confidence, like it's just super, super high. But what do you tell that person? Okay. You know, they're they're They want to make the transition, you know, and we kind of touched on this, but I want to kind of twist it a little bit. They want to make the transition from where they're at currently right now. OK, let's say, you know, you know, because we never got into the details. Of this, They don't have the money. Right. They don't have the money. You know, I always believe, look, whatever you believe you can achieve and there's always a way. What would be your recommendation to them, to that person? To so you asked that earlier and I glossed over that. Uh, forgive me. Um, so. When I financed this territory, I did a, 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 um, a ROBS, which is a, a rollover IRA, and, and you can fund a, a, a business in that. So essentially how that works is you're buying stock in your own company rather than a mutual fund with an existing um, you know, IRA that you have or, or 401k, what have you. 
Um, so that's something that I think a lot of people um, don't know about that is a great resource to do it. And it's still tax free. Um, so you don't you're not getting taxed on what you take out. You're basically just buying stock in something else. You have to set up your company um, as a C corporation rather than an S corporation. But you can even file it differently so that you're not getting you know, hit on the back end. There's a lot of and there's some tricks to it, but it's nothing intimidating really once you talk to the right people and and kind of get your arms around it. And I took out a, a um, an SBA loan. Um, I, you know, I've just now paid it off. So, you know, that's exciting. Congratulations. Congratulations, um, yeah. Josh. That's awesome. Yeah, so, it's nice to okay. be debt free. Oh, absolutely. So, okay. So did you know about this going into this or did you contact a financial institution or a friend? How did you find out about this? Because there are lots of ways to get money if you don't have it. And I think this is very important because a lot of people don't understand that or they just get lazy and say, ah, I can't do it. I don't have the money. Forget it. I mean, you, you, you have to poke around and there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of resources out there. Um, SCORE, you know, Service Corps of Retired Executives is a great resource for anybody looking to um, to start a business. They actually will really hold your hand through the process. I got into them once I was already bought into you, uh, but they can take you from the idea phase and even help you develop a business plan, help you find financing, help you find, um, you know, marketing and, and you know, really help you just set yourself up for success. Um, I think that's um, an underutilized, I think they're an NGO, um, you know, they, they, they work with the government, but they're independent of it in, in other aspects. And everybody should have a score mentor. I had two, um, uh, Alan Ganser and Henry Cruz, two really nice guys who helped me out a lot in the beginning, mainly get connected locally with some resources. I mean, obviously, you know, we had good support from a franchise. It's a little different when you, when you're going with a franchise, because there's some things that score can set you up with that you also have as a franchisee, but that was a great resource for us. So I would say anybody go to score, talk to them. Um, other than that, just go through the SBA and get some resources. I think ultimately I got connected with a, um, a consultant um, and I'm, I'm embarrassed. His name escapes me at the moment, but he's the one that connected me to you guys. Yep. Yep. So pretty much what Josh is saying is there's a way, there's always a way you just got to ask the right people. And trust me in all the years of being in business, almost before you know, it, it'll be two decades, but I'm in business now about 15 years. And I, there is never to this day. Have I asked a successful person for help that has said no. Everyone is always willing to help. And part of the reason why I do what I do with our podcasts and content I put out is because I always made a promise because there has been a lot of great people who've helped me and still to this day help me. And I still have a mentor, many mentors that I talk to on a regular basis because you want to always be learning. But people are always willing to help. But you're never going to find out if you don't ask. You have to ask for help. Very important. So before we wrap this up, Josh, the last question I always like to ask on this, on this podcast is, if you were conducting this interview, what question would you ask? If I was asking myself, damn, man, you threw me for a curve on that one. You didn't, you, you I, didn't I, set I, me up for it. That's um, all right. We got to keep it raw and real. That's what makes it so good. And, and, and this, this question usually throws <laughs> off everybody. But yeah. think about that. What, what question would you have asked? You know, um, I think in the interest of, you know, letting people know about Jim guys is a lot of times when I close the, um, um, the, the franchise, you know, um, calls when people are looking into buying the business, you know, I'd say, look, the question is, would I do it again? The answer is absolutely. Um, and I guess applying that to business at large is, you know, am I happy I launched my own business without a doubt? Uh, I wish I'd done it 20 years ago. Um, and, and, and I might've suffered a little bit more and it might've even been a little bit harder because I'd learned some lessons 
before I got to this point, but there's no bad time to do it. Um, you know, you, you're going to struggle. You're going to, uh, it's going to be hard. I work more hours now than I ever did in corporate. And I always work hard. You know me at this point. Um, but, you know, 80 hours a week is, is like nothing, but it's almost effortless in some aspects. And and it just, it's not as, as, as painful because it's yours. And it's like, yeah. you know, it just comes more natural. And, and I don't know how to put a, put a finger on it, but if, if you can find that, Whatever that is for anybody, you got to ride that, you know, all the way to the end, because that's that's really what we're here on Earth for is to, you know, do what we love, help people and, you know, be happy human beings. 100 percent. You're passionate about what you do. It's obviously it's, it's dripping. It's dripping right through the audio on your on your phone or wherever you're listening to this in your car, wherever it is. You know, Josh is a very passionate person. He's he's you know, he's just getting started. He's just getting started. So listen, the bottom line is this. And you go back to, I don't know, a couple of podcast episodes. I talked about this. You want to be big time successful and make big money. You got to solve and deal with big problems. If you want to make little money and have no success, you don't solve a lot of problems. Very simple. Okay. But when you find your passion, you follow it, you will be happy and you can do great things. And, and uh, Josh, where can people find you or find the business? Cause if they want to learn more about you or possibly even book a session, where can they, where can they find you? Uh, where our gym guys locations are in Hudson, Bergen, Hudson and Bergen counties in New Jersey and Rockland County in New York. Uh, my home office is in Ridgewood. You can call us at 855 gym guys, and that will route you to us. Uh, if you're interested in uh, the best personal training experience you'll ever have. Um, what we do is, is truly unique. It's a high quality customized experience delivered to clients in the home. You know, it's customized to the individual's uh, needs and goals and, and their current fitness levels. And you don't have to have any experience. Most of our clients have none and they just want somebody to help them and to come to them and, and, and teach them and, and, you know, make it safe for them and effective and, and hold them accountable and, and, you know, inspire them to make it happen. Um, I just shot Josh. A, um, um, a text about a week ago of a client we have that lost over 50 pounds and it really does happen. Um, I ain't going to tell you it's easy. You know, you're putting in the sweat and the fatigue and everything that goes into it, but with a little structure and support you definitely can get there. Uh, you can also find us at um, uh, on Facebook, East Bergen County. Um, and um, on Instagram is um, Jim guys, Bergen County underscore GC. So you can check us out in all these places. Call us. You'll be in the best hands you can be in. We do personal training. We also do classes in a number of fitness disciplines, including things like yoga and Zumba. And pretty much anything you, you want, we're going to find a way to make it happen for you. It's fantastic, Josh. And, uh, you know, Josh is obviously our first franchise partner as a guest. And the reason I want to have him on is because, you know, when 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 he told me, you know, he sent me an email a while back. I save everything. I don't forget anything about how happy he's he made a decision to get into this, you know, that that that. That those comments mean the world to me because I always wanted to, you know, from day one, my vision, and you have to start with the vision. If you don't have a vision, you're never going anywhere. But the vision's always been, I want to change lives. That's not just on the consumer side, that's on the business side as well. And to be able to, you know, have Josh run a successful business and provide every tool and everything that's needed for him to succeed is really special. So Josh, I wanted to let you know how much you mean to me. And um, I really appreciate you coming on and being the first guest it's special. And uh, I know I'm going to be coming out soon uh, for some special uh, uh, guest uh, appearances and doing some stuff with you and your team and taking you out to eat. So I'm looking forward to that. But thank you again for your time. And uh, you gave out a lot of good nuggets. So everybody, until next time, remember to fuel your drive. Take care. I should have said that. Fuel your drive. You're in good hands. Keep listening to Josh's podcast. Take care, everybody. All right.
legend.